Hey friends, welcome back to Not My Problem with me, Nestle. If you're new here, which I hope you are, then this is Not My Problem where I shoot shit every week with you guys about what's going on in my life, any crazy stories that are going on, funny memes that I've seen on the internet, literally anything. The world is my oyster and I just sit here with you every week and I want it to feel like I'm your friend at brunch or we haven't talked for forever and we're just catching up. That's the whole purpose of this podcast, what I'm going for, that's the goal. So we're just here to have a good time and distract you from life for a good 45 minutes every week. Is that cool with you guys? I hope so. So I'll be honest with you guys. I tried to record an episode and I went to edit it and about halfway through my editing, I kind of was just like, eh, I'm not feeling it. So I scrapped the episode, <laughs> the entire episode. And now here we are, Wednesday, April 15th. It's 10.44 p.m. and I just now started to record. And mind you, the episode comes out at midnight. So your girl is really pushing the limit. And obviously, if you guys can, you know, do some math correctly, by the time I edit the episode after recording it, like it won't be midnight. So it'll come out a little bit later. But I will try to get, you know, not procrastinate. It's only episode two and here I am procrastinating, pushing my release dates, but we're going to be better, you guys. But at the same time, there are no rules in quarantine, so I can do what I want because if you don't like it, it's not my problem. See what I did there? A genius. Thank you. I'll be here all week, literally, because I can't leave the house. But right now, I'm coming at you live from my little home studio setup. And by home studio, I mean just a room in the house with a desk and some monitors that I used to work. But now it's going to double as my podcast studio. Look at that. We are making making it happen here. We're doing all the things. So it's just me, my mic, and my alcohol of choice. Tonight, we're drinking a glass of 19 Crimes Red Blend, 10 out of 10. Highly recommend it. It's so good. I love 19 Crimes. It is a super cute bottle. You can get it at any grocery store, really. And I usually drink the Pinot Noir, but yesterday or whatever day, I decided to buy the wine. I decided to spice it up. So I'm just doing the Red Blend. It's a little bit more sweet, but it's very smooth and for like a $11 bottle of wine, it tastes pretty, pretty damn good. And one, one glass will like have you feeling pretty good unless you have like a high tolerance for alcohol, which I hope you don't. But if you do, then hey, you might need more than one glass, but that's none of my business. (laughs) So if you've never tried it, please stop what you're doing right now. Literally, just just stop, just pause, put some clothes on, hop in your car, drive to your local grocery store, mask on, of course, and pick up yourself a bottle of this wine or three. I won't judge. I mean, like, do what you want. It's not my problem. I suggest it. I highly recommend it. Um, and when you fall in love with it, just let me know so I can tell you that I was right because I was and it was a great time and I'm just doing what I can the man of the people or woman of the people, should I say. So that's that's where I'm at in life. And if I'm being honest with you guys, which I always try to be, this whole quarantine has led me to drink heavily. And by heavily, I mean like I've drinking, drank, not drinking, wow, Nestle, I've drank a lot of containers of White Claw, but if you know anything about White Claw, it's like 4% alcohol. So in theory, I'm really not drinking all that much, but it just feels like a lot when you're like pounding can after can throughout the day. But then I really like try to finish off with like a glass of like 
wine, just like one glass, maybe two if I'm having a rough day. But for the most part, it's usually just one glass and I just sip it throughout the night and just hang out because I feel like that's all there is to do nowadays. I'm either scrolling through the internet on YouTube, which I guess is scrolling through the internet, or I'm on FaceTime with my friends. But after a while, you kind of get tired of doing this whole socializing thing so then I'm just like okay well I'm going to listen to music and drink a glass of wine so that's where we are in life we're on week five of quarantine and I am bored as hell in the house and I feel like this is the part where I should cue bored in the house and I'm in house bored but I'm not going to do that to you because I'm not going to suggest subject you guys to TikTok music because you guys deserve better than that. And I quite frankly have not reached TikTok level of boredom. So we call that success in this house. I wish I could say the same for the rest of the people living in this house. My mom has recorded two TikTok videos. So yeah, the moment I just want like that to go on record, the moment that I say or you see me post a TikTok anywhere, someone please come collect me. I am not okay. I'm not well. And I just want that to go on the record because that should never, never happen for me. And mark my words on that one. This week's episode is going to be fun. It's very laid back and possibly a little all over the place, but much like me and who I am as a person, it makes, makes sense. It's very on brand for me. I just want to take some time and like really talk about some things going on in my life who kind of that like identify who I am as a person because you know you have to like build rapport with people right I think that's what they tell you to do so you have to have them get to know you so that they feel like they understand you and they can relate to you so that's what we're gonna do so before I get into all the nitty-gritty details of my life in the episodes to come I just want to make it all make sense for you guys which is telling you about me and who I am. So that's what probably these first episodes are going to be. I have some things in the works. That'll be very exciting. But the summary of my life is that it's a mess in various forms. You know, like I'm like addicted to Target. I'm willing to admit that. I think I have a problem. I actually walked into a Target this past weekend with my mask on, hand sanitizer, all the things, guys. I was very safe. I walked into Target just for the sole purpose of breathing in the target air so I could feel at peace with the world and I didn't even buy anything and I left and I feel rejuvenated revived I could honestly probably do this whole corona quarantine for another five weeks before I feel like inclined to go back to a target so for right now I'm doing okay doing pretty well Before we dive into the episode, we of course have to go through the podcast housekeeping rules. And before that, I obviously have to ask you one question. So like get comfortable, like come come a little closer to the microphone, a little bit closer. Are you there? Are you good? Fantastic. Great. Have you subscribed to the podcast? That's all I want to know. Have you shared it with a friend, a coworker, a best friend, the group chat? Don't be shy. It's okay. Do it right now. I'm not, I'm not judging. You can pause, take a screenshot, put it on your Instagram story, tag me, tag a friend, put it in your group chat. Just go, just do it because you're helping me. Help me help you. You get to be the person that shared this bomb podcast with your friends and then I get to reap the benefits of it. It's a win-win. You look cool and I gain some listeners. So I don't see, I don't see the problem with it. And if you 
have done any of the above, thank you. You've earned your stripes and you may continue listening. If not, I encourage you to keep listening because I could use the streams, honestly. So I'm not going to tell you to stop listening, but also like go ahead and subscribe and just, just tell your friends. Like that's literally all I ask is just just tell a friend. It's, it's great. They'll understand. Don't be the person that thinks they're too good to share a podcast. I too was one of those people where I discovered the the magical world of podcasting and I like wanted to keep it near and dear to my heart and I didn't want to share any of my my podcast quote unquote secrets because nobody would understand me like I thought I was just so indie and so cool because I listened to podcasts so I couldn't tell any of my friends that I listened to podcasts because it was just too much don't be that person just tell them it's 2020 the world's canceled you have nothing else to do. They literally have nothing else to do. Now's the time to share a podcast. And, and if like, I'll even help you out. You could just be the person that was like, I mean, I don't really listen to podcasts, but I found this one and it's kind of cool. And you can, you can do that. I'll accept that. A stream's a stream, you know? So it's okay. Let's get into the unofficial, but absolutely official podcast rules for the Not My Problem podcast. There are three cardinal rules that we absolutely have to live by. It's what keeps us going every week. It's what runs through my veins besides iced coffee from Starbucks and White Claw. (laughs) And it's how we're going to stay sane and how we ensure that we have a great time every single episode. Don't you like that? Doesn't that sound great? Like, I'm just setting us up for success. I want us to be fantastic. I want us to have a great time. I'm just sitting with you in your ears, chit-chatting away about life. But I want to make sure you're comfortable because I care that much about you. I want to make sure you're having the best time of your life. Doesn't that sound great? Beautiful, beautiful stuff. Let's get into it. Rule number one, live your truth. Keep it real. I say this a lot. A lot, a lot, actually. I tell people to live their truth almost at least three times a day. However you want to say it, you can say keep it real, keep it 100, keep it a buck 50. I don't, I don't really know what the, what the cool kids are saying nowadays, but I say live your truth. And I just want everybody to be authentic. I think that's the whole purpose of this. Just like be authentic and just live your damn truth. Do what you want. If it makes you happy, go for it. And it'll make this podcast a lot more interesting and a lot more fun because if you're open and authentic with yourself, then you can embrace my authenticity and we can just be two authentic people communicating with each other, but like not really communicating. You can talk back to me, but I can't hear you, but that's okay. Like I'll, I'll pretend like I know that you're having a conversation with me because I want that to be the vibes for this podcast. So like I'm with you, I'm answering you as we speak and we can just like go with that narrative. Okay. Okay. Rule number two, if you're a talking point of any episode, you brought it on yourself. And nine times out of 10, I'll share a few stories and I'll do my very, very best to ensure the anonymity of everyone involved because I'm not here to tell everybody's business. That's not, that's not the tea. And 
obviously not everyone wants to overshare their life to a bunch of strangers on the internet and I get it. I, I too wish I was like that, but I am not. I decided that I wanted to subject myself to this. So I understand where everybody's coming from. I get it. I really, really do. But obviously like I don't live my life as one person that doesn't communicate with anybody and I'm not living in asylum. So obviously I communicate with others and I have some stories that involve other people. So I will do my very, very best to paint everybody in a good light if you deserve it. And with that being said, there are the people that don't deserve that. I I still won't I still won't put you on blast. I won't say your name. I won't give any like crazy details about you. I actually am honored if you even took the time to listen to a podcast and found out that I was talking about you. Welcome and congratulations. Because if you're one of the dumpster fire people who have somehow, some way managed to listen to an episode that happened to be about you, congratulations, you earned it. I don't feel bad, I don't feel sorry, I won't take down the podcast. And that's that. And then rule number three, just have a good time. That's, that's all I ask. I say it, I'll say it again, I've said it multiple times before, I want this to feel like I am a friend talking to you, shooting shit with you every week. I want it to be a fun time. I will laugh with you, cry with you, embarrass myself, and then do all the things. I, I, I lost my train of thought, to be completely honest. But that's what I want it to be. I just want us to have a good time, so just have a good time. And we'll be great. So those are the three rules that we're going to live by here on the Not My Problem podcast. You heard it here first from Nestle, the host of the podcast. Let's do it. So keep those rules in the back of your mind while we ride through this podcast journey together. Week by week, episode by episode, this podcast will evolve in ways that I probably can't even imagine at this current time. But I hope you're as excited as I am because I'm pretty damn excited about it. Much like life, and more specifically, much like the men in my life, this podcast will evolve, segments will come and go, friends will drop by, we'll have a nice little chit-chat, I have some spicy episodes coming up, and we'll have a few guests. I have some lined up, I am really hoping to get some guests like in person I feel as though like the vibes will be a little bit better if I'm able to like sit in a room with someone but I actually do have some virtual guests some that don't live nearby that I would have to do virtually anyway so we're gonna knock those out so that's coming in the coming weeks so definitely stay tuned for that it'll get spicy it'll get fun you guys will be able to see how I interact with my friends if this doesn't already give you like a taste of how it's like it's just this exemplified because I actually have someone to banter off of so that'll be fun but nevertheless i want to introduce my very first segment of the podcast it's what i like to call a vibe check before we dive into this week's episode it's only right that we check the vibes of both myself and you guys now some of you may be wondering what the hell is a vibe check i can hear it now some of my coworkers are probably like nestle what what? And I know some of my friends are like, what are you talking about? They know they've heard it before. I've said it a lot. I say it often. But instead of you pausing my podcast to go Google the definition, I'm going to provide you with it because I am a humanitarian. That's my good deed for today. You're welcome. I'm a modern day hero. And we don't always wear capes. It's, it's fine. Vibe check. A noun. 
I don't actually think it's a noun, but that's what it says. A spontaneous and usually random time where someone checks your vibe. A vibe check should usually be a pleasant experience where the person being checked is vibing. You may wonder what the fuck that means. So I'll break it down for you. Everything is happening so much so often. The world's insane. Ice caps are melting at an alarming pace. Unemployment is skyrocketing. Trust in democracy is crumbling. The bees are dying and everything you love ends up being problematic. Are you overwhelmed by the sheer weight of existence? Vibe check. It's like a check-in from a friend. A modern day, you good, bro. You good? You good, fam? That's what a vibe check is. So for me personally, I it's currently 11 o'clock. Um, I've had, had my glass of wine. I'd say vibe check passed. Honestly, every day is pretty much blurring together, but there's nothing major going on that has me questioning the meaning of life, so I guess you could say I'm doing pretty damn well. Yeah. Wait. Actually, now that I think about it, I did have like a cool opportunity come up, so maybe I'll I'll share that with you guys. Um, I'm kind of hesitant on what I should do about it, so let's talk about it, and then you guys can tell me what you think I should do. I still have some time to figure it out by the time like I post this podcast and people listen to it. I think I'll have some time to debate on whether or not I actually want to do the opportunity or not. Anyways, so there's this media group that's pretty popular on YouTube. Um, I would say they have about maybe 5 million subscribers and a pretty big following on social media platforms. And the whole premise of their videos are to create thought pro thought-provoking real and empathetic videos to create a movement for human good so it's a lot it's very much like an open dialogue discussion very round table-esque but they do it in a different way they'll bring groups from different backgrounds to talk about similar issues um and sometimes a good it'll be a little bit heated just depending on the topic they'll talk about anything from like abortion laws to like gun control to, uh, I don't know, okay boomers and millennials, um, anything like that. So they were actually posting a challenge this past week that they were casting for virtually. They're based out of LA, obviously, because that's where all the cool things are based out in LA. And they were looking for people to reach out to someone who they normally wouldn't feel comfortable talking to. Um, This could be anywhere from like a crush to a relative relative that they've fallen out with to a friend that and they just no longer speak to so I went on a whim and I signed up with a person that I had in mind because it's probably the only person that fits this criteria but I didn't exactly think it was all that interesting I'll talk about this person maybe a little bit more in depth as the episodes come on come and go because I feel as though they have impacted my life in a, a few ways that maybe they're not aware of. But I think from like a growth growth perspective, they have um, impacted my life, but they don't know that. That's cool though. Anyways, so they contacted me and I didn't realize they contacted me and I just so happened to check my spam folder. And that's the only reason why I noticed that they reached out to me. But nevertheless, they contacted me and I'm kind of debating on doing it. I'd basically have to record a video of me reaching out to the person that I mentioned and record the entire conversation of kind of me getting whatever is on my chest off of my chest. 
very awkward. There is literally no other word to describe that, but incredibly awkward. But it sounds so cool. But at the same time, I feel as though if I had any other person uh, in that I could possibly do it with, I think I would. But I just don't really think I want to open up that can of worms. It's I don't think I care that much about that person, but for the sake of you know getting a free promo and being able to like promote my podcast and like getting my name out there, that's kind of like the only thing that's kind of pushing me to do it perhaps I don't know let me know what you think I'm still trying to wrap my head around it they asked um to schedule like an inner like a video zoom call with the ju- the media people so um maybe we'll do that we'll see let me know but aside from that I'm doing pretty well so vibe check it's passed we're doing well but let's take a moment for you guys to just have a quick vibe check and let me know how you're doing So let's get into the meat of today's episode. And it's all about the internet because the internet's a crazy place. We live in a world where we just quite literally just have too much access to the damn internet. It's crazy the information that we are able to consume and we're also able to express ourselves in ways that we've never necessarily been able to do before. You just have so many different outlets and in most cases I'd say it's a great thing people can create blogs they can write on Twitter and Instagram you can do emails there are so many opportunities YouTube to really express yourself and I love that because like here I am um, talking to a microphone in my room for people to listen to and consume and I think that's I think it's awesome I I love the power to do that but with that you're always quite frankly, are going to come across idiots on the internet. It's just bound to happen. If you've never come across idiots on the internet, I highly encourage you to go on reddit.com and just scroll through the threads in Reddit and you will probably lose several brain cells in a matter of minutes. It's actually impressive. There, but like I said, there are just people using their voice and projecting their opinions to a large group of people at a much faster rate. And like I said, it's good for most cases, but sometimes it's not so good. There is such thing as a wrong opinion and a stupid comment, a stupid ass comment. Pardon my French, but there's literally no other words to describe it. So today's topic is going to be centered around a string of tweets that I saw the other day. And I just can't let this go without being said. It's it's something that's just honestly ridiculous and kind of hilarious. And I feel like I have a lot of side comments that I can address to these string of tweets. So let's go. I'm an active Twitter user. I don't tweet much, but I do find myself scrolling from time to time. I'd say I get on it pretty much every day, maybe for a max of an hour and 30 minutes throughout the, like in total for the day, maybe an hour and 30 minutes worth of Twitter scrolling. Twitter's a dangerous place. It's not as bad as Reddit, but it's pretty damn stupid and pretty damn dangerous nonetheless. People have some really crap, crappy opinions. It's like Facebook but a little bit more unfiltered. And by a little bit, I feel like it's a lot more unfiltered. Facebook is just like the crazy ants with their opinions, but you don't really get to see a lot of like outsiders. But Twitter, you get to see people like liking and retweeting other people's shitty opinions. So it's just infested. It's crazy. 
I have contemplated deleting this app so many times, but the memes are just so good. They're so good. I just can't. Like, it keeps bringing me back. <sighs> but nevertheless, there are plenty of times where I found some really painfully stupid comments, but this week's Twitter find might just take the cake. It's actually, like, I can't believe someone actually wrote this and then maybe proofread it and then hit sent. I don't know what was going through their mind. It starts off by addressing one of my favorite things to do, which is play Red Flag or Deal Breaker. If you know me, you know I love, 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 love this game. It's basically a game where the premise is that you're just started dating or seeing someone. Everything's great about them aside from this one particular thing. And you either A, red flag them, which means it's questionable, but you're willing to look past it because everything else about them is really great. Or option B, which is a deal breaker, which is absolutely not. They're canceled. Throw the whole person away. We don't want it. We don't want it. Get them away from me. Blocked. Deal breaker. It's a great game. Highly recommend playing it with your friends in the group chat. You have nothing else to do. If you want some red flag or deal breaker ideas, I have a list in my phone that I'm happy to share. We love it. With that being said, let's dive into these tweets, and I'm just going to give my honest opinion on them tweet by tweet, and we're just going to walk through it. Okay, tweet number one. A guy ordering dessert on a date is a red flag for me. That's a female thing to do. My initial thought was, what? What does that even mean? How how are we stating how are we assigning gender roles to food i don't really understand that if i went on a date with someone and they really enjoyed a creme brulee i'm going to red flag them because i felt as though me as a woman i have to be the one to order the dessert what Uh, so i was like okay i immediately knew that this i was dealing with an idiot and i was willing to scroll past it But then I saw that she tweeted more things. So let's go to tweet number two. Tweet number two. It's a red flag for me, for me. And I understand that everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And with that being said, everybody's entitled to their wrong ass opinion. Their opinion is stupid. And just because it's your opinion doesn't mean that it's not dumb. And that's that. And I think, I don't know why... I guess she assumed that nobody would feel any type of way or they would see the tweet and then say, oh, it's fine because she said it's a red flag for her. No, you are assigning gender roles to food. You're a moron. Live. Oh, my gosh, I can't. I don't understand. So let's get to tweet number three. Tweet number three. If a guy is on a date with a woman, the woman should be the only one asking for appetizers and dessert. Men eat meals. Like, seriously. You can just taste some of whatever I ordered. So men, the men that listen to this podcast, in case you didn't know, you are not allowed to order appetizers or desserts during any sort of date with any woman. You just can't do it. You are only allowed to eat a meal. Absolutely not. Don't you dare try to order some queso, some chips and salsa. 
at some Brussels sprouts, like you, you can't do it. Don't you dare look at the cake menu. The dessert menu? No, you're not allowed. Cheesecake factory? Don't you dare eye a cheesecake menu. What? Who are you? You're not allowed. That's a woman thing to do. Don't you know? Crazy. <laughs> I couldn't even say that with a straight face. I can't believe this woman says this. And she's so serious. And then tweet number four says... I would seriously rather a guy order two meals than order an appetizer before his meal. If you're, if you do that, you look sassy ordering a spinach dip. So by sassy, she, she really just means gay. So she's trying to say that a man is gay for ordering a spinach dip before their meal. Do, do, am I the only one that? that thinks that's ridiculous like who is this person and why do they think that they can just have this stupid stupid ass thought there really is nothing there's no other way to describe it like who I've gone on several dates in my life and by several honestly it's probably a handful and there has been a time where a guy has said that he doesn't order appetizers so I know people like this exist but I just find it wild to come across another human being that thinks that they can just go live their life and say that men can only be assigned meals and she doesn't even understand the the definition of a meal she means an entree but she's so uneducated that she doesn't understand the concept of meals consisting of multiple courses so if they go to a five-star michelin star restaurant and try to have a full course meal what happens is he not allowed to eat the rest of it because it's gay he can't let me know let me know your opinions because i'm very curious but having watched that string of tweets not watched it read it i thought about this date that i went on a couple years ago so let's go let's get into that so maybe this may have been one of my my first dates ever. This was maybe, I want to say probably freshman year. Yes, this was freshman year of college. I was living in a, a four by four dorm with some of my friends, friends now, but they were strangers when we moved in together. And this was back in the day when Yik Yak was thriving. And I don't even know why I used Yik Yak because it was incredibly racist. I just, wow. Going back and thinking about it now, like I don't know why I even bothered opening the app. Nevertheless, we opened the Yik Yak app and we would use it (laughs) to find people to buy us alcohol when we really just wanted Sutter Home Wine from Walmart, which I thought was hilarious. Like we would go on hunts to find strangers on Yik Yak to meet them in like a public place on campus and have them bring us our Sutter home and we would give them like 10 bucks for the Sutter home wine and they would just keep the change. (laughs) That's crazy. But so with that, a couple, we've done it a couple times and then one day I was just extremely bored. I think my roommates, two of them were in a sorority and the other one like rock climb so they would be busy and I would just be hanging out in my room um this is when I was very much just I would just hang out in my room and play like my little online games and that would just be my life and during this time I decided that I was just gonna go on Yik Yak and like 
like find people to talk to. I, don't ask me. I know it, it sounds like a terrible idea because it was a terrible idea, but just bear with me. So I would find people to talk to and I, I don't know where I talked to them. I don't, I know I didn't give them my number. So maybe I give them my Snapchat back when Snapchat was like alive and well. I'm going to assume that was the case because I know I didn't give them my number. So I gave this one gentleman my Snapchat and he wanted to go on a date. <sighs> and there's just a lot of things wrong with this scenario. So first and foremost, I didn't have a car my freshman year, so I met him in the parking deck of my freshman year dorm, and I met him in the parking deck, and he picked me up, and then we went to Chili's. I cannot wait to eat at a chain restaurant once this is all said and done. I want some freaking endless soup and salad and breadsticks from Olive Garden so badly. Oh my God. Okay. Anyways, that was besides the point. Picks me up. He like drove like a Nissan and he he was one of those people that would like blare their music so loud and like their subwoofers were super intense and he you couldn't hear the music because the bass was just so loud and I just didn't understand how he would even enjoy the music because you literally could not hear a single single thing going on. So we drive there. It's about like three minutes away. I don't think I told a single person where I was. So in hindsight, this was actually a horrible idea. I know. You don't have to at me. I get it. I do. We drove to the Olive Garden and we sat down and it was just so awkward. Like I was like half dressed. I couldn't find my wallet And like halfway through the date, I was like, oh my God, what if he tells me like, what if he wants to like split the bill and I actually don't have my wallet on me. And it wasn't even an instance where I was trying to like fake it till you make it and say like, oh no, like I'll pay. Like I didn't actually have my wallet. So I couldn't, I couldn't do the fake pump because if he took it, if he took my offer, what was I going to say? Like, ooh, yikes. Like, please, actually, no. I don't want to pay, so can you just like put your put your card out? So I think I somehow inserted it into the conversation. He ended up paying, which is like a true lifesaver because I don't know how I would have done that. But we sat in one of those like the booths that are like literally only one person can fit on one side, and it's just like we're just staring, kind of next to like the bar area. So we get, I get the chicken pasta, and then I believe he got a burger. Don't ask me why I remember this. But during the time, like the the waitress comes up and she asks if um, we wanted any appetizers. And then I asked him, I was like, hey, do you want to like split an appetizer? And he goes, I don't eat appetizers. And I looked at him and I don't know, I was what, 18 at that time. So I like, I don't really understand the concept of dating. I don't know. I don't understand the male species. Still don't understand the male species, if I'm being completely honest with you. But I was just going with it. And so I asked him why, like, why don't you eat appetizers? And he said, there's something feminine about them. I think they're dainty small meals and they are designed for women. And I was just like, okay. I may not have gone on a lot of dates in my life, but this is problematic as hell, and I no longer want to be here. So I looked at him, and then the waitress was standing there, and she's like, okay, so do you want an entree for a meal? And 
he goes, no, why would I do that? That's ridiculous. And then it was also in that moment where I was like, oh, okay, you're also rude to wait staff. We are not into that. We do not stand canceled. So I ordered spinach dip because you're not going to stop me. And I guess it's a dainty meal. So I'm going to eat my dainty spinach dip and you aren't allowed to come near it. And of course, of course, he's like, can I have some? And I say, no, because you said that it's a it's a woman's meal is too dainty. So this is too dainty for you to eat because you're a strong man. You can't have it. And he like scoffs at me and he just didn't understand where I was coming from when I literally just repeated back what he said to me. Ridiculous. So then we go to the date. It was super awkward. He was asking me about my life and at the time, or about my major. And at the time I was, when I entered school, I was a pre-nursing major. So I was just taking like the intro basic intro classes, gen eds, and I think I was taking like sociology, which I was super into. And so I think a lot of my conversation was talking about sociology and some of the uh, um, research studies that I had been going over in that course. And he kind of just looked at me and he, I could just tell that he was very starch in the opposing political view as I was. And I was just like, yeah, this is not, this is not going to happen, but I have to be nice because Lyft and Uber really wasn't a thing at that time. My friends don't know where I am. I kind of need to go back home. I don't have my money with me. So I'm like pressed for options. So I just, I'm just like a nice soul and we just go through the motions, right? Right. Date ends and we're driving back and he said that he really needed to take a shit. (laughs) And I shit you not. Oh, that's funny. You see what I did there? He said he really needed to shit, take a shit, and did he mind, did I mind if he stopped somewhere so he could go to the bathroom to take a shit? And now, as I go through this, I think he had ulterior motives, but whatever. So, we go to Walmart, and I was like, out of all the places, I mean, granted, maybe, I think it may have been, like, close to 10, 10.30, so maybe he did, we, there weren't that many options, I don't know, like, I wasn't really going any place at night because I didn't have a car. So I, I, I didn't know it was open. Whatever. I was I was young and dumb. It's still young. Not as dumb, but I was young and dumber there back in the day. So I'm like, okay. And he we park in the Walmart parking lot. And he asked me if I wanted to go in and I was like, no, like I'll just stay I'll just stay in the car. And hindsight being 2020, I stayed in his car. He had his, like, the car was on. I didn't rummage through any of his stuff. I didn't even get, like, the license plate number. Like, I, I was doing it all wrong. I didn't even have that man's phone number. The only way I was communicating with him was through Snapchat or if I really wanted to, like, go back and communicate with him. Maybe I could talk to him over Yik Yak, but I think, like, the, the Yik Yak conversation goes away after a while. So I was, girl, Nestle, what? what are you doing? What were you doing? Jesus Christ. So I was in his car for maybe like 15 to 20 minutes because I guess he like really had to take a shit. But now that I think about it, I think the man was literally just maybe going to the bathroom, 
but I also think he probably was going to go get like condoms or something because he thought something was going to happen and absolutely nothing happened that night so I don't know what he was planning for but whatever so he comes back and he he told me about his bathroom experience because naturally the only thing that I can think of to keep a conversation going was did you have a good time in there and he was like yeah had a good time. I feel relieved. And then went on a rant saying that he thought it was something that he ate at the, the Chili's. So like, okay, cool. So we drive back to campus and we park in the parking deck. And this is one of my fatal flaws that I do. I set myself up to fit for failure every single time. I am not good at exiting conversations. Like, unless I'm with a friend where I can just say, like, oh, I'll call you back. That's usually my go-to exit with anybody. It's like, I'll call you back. Or, oh, I have to do something. I'll come up with a lie. And, like, even then, like, I have to, like, hype myself up to do that. And I'm 24 years old. So back in the day when I was 18, you can only imagine that it was exponentially worse. I just did it. I would wait for other people to end the conversation because I was so bad at ending conversations on my own. So we sat in the parking deck for, I shit you not, an additional hour and a half just talking because I didn't know how to exit the conversation. So then I did what any any girl would do and I texted my roommate or yeah I texted my roommate and I said hey I have I'm I don't want to be here text me and tell me you have an emergency and then when you don't when I don't reply to your text call me and call me several times so it seems like an emergency but he was like kind of like leaned over the inner the um the console i think he was trying to get me to kiss him not like none of none of this stuff was happening i just literally like talked to this man in his car and got a free meal out of him i just oh my gosh this is hilarious but going back thinking back over it like he was definitely like trying to make a move because he was kind of leaned over the console so I sent that text and my brightness was all the way up and I'm pretty sure homeboy read my text message because he was not, not surprised at all when I said, oh, like I have to go, my friend needs me because she has an emergency, this, that, and the third. He kind of just looked at me and was like, yeah, like, okay, cool. So then he let me go after two hours and then... Um, he would try to like hit me up throughout the week, just like ask me how I was, if we wanted to hang out again. And I think he wanted me to go to like one of his, like his apartment. I think he lived in an off campus, like college apartment, but an off campus apartment. And I would just say, yeah, no, like I'm busy. I have things going on. Um, school, I'm like, I'm really pressed with school with my like gen, gen classes. I was taking like English 1101 and like, um, the college seminar class, but I was like so busy. I just couldn't, I couldn't bear, I couldn't spare like an hour of my time to hang out with him, obviously. (laughs) So that happened. And that was my very first date experience. That was incredibly awkward. I learned a lot about that moment. One being men are dumb. And I learned that very early on in life Two, that they don't eat appetizers because they are for women. And three, I really need to learn how to eject myself out of conversations that I don't want to be in because I'm absolutely terrible about doing that. But, you know, Nestle, you live and you learn. You win some, you lose some. That 
Who would have thought that that would have been the beginning of my string of crazy dates? I haven't gone on like a large amount of dates, but I want to say maybe half of the dates that I've gone on have been some sort of interesting or some sort of craziness has trans transpired during these times, all of which we will cover in these podcast episodes. So it'll be fun. I kind of wish I knew like what that guy was up to or if I had any information on him so I could try to like find him again. Like I have a vague idea of who he is and like what he looked like, but not enough to try to go back and like find him. And I'm the queen of finding people on the internet. Ask anybody I know. Very good at it. But for this one, I don't think I will be able to do it just because I literally can't even have an idea of what his name is. And I, I just like have an ethnicity idea like I have a feeling that he was this one ethnicity but I could be very wrong so we'll see maybe I'll find him and if I do find him I will definitely update you guys on what happens with that because that'll just be a hilarious time but yeah that was my first date and very it much relates to the stupid tweet that I saw and then I kind of just like sidebarred into craziness but you know the story about life but yeah guys that's my summary on life and strange gender role assignments to food my first date ever question mark and you know like everything in between with life so I hope you're all staying safe as humanly possible during these times I know everybody's normal looks a little bit different right now and I know some people are probably struggling being at home um I think it is a privilege to be bored at home. I know it's something that not a lot of people have the opportunity to say, so I'm very grateful for that. But that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know if you have any opinions on the topics we've discussed or if you just want to chat about life or if you have any crazy date stories yourself, I'd love to hear it. Maybe I can compile some stories and like make an episode about it. I think that would be pretty fun, actually. So maybe we can do that. Besides that, um, feel free to let me know what you'd like to hear on a future episode. I have some things in the work for the upcoming episodes that I'm really looking forward to. I promise that I will record and edit more than a day in advance because, you know, I am literally at home doing nothing and I have nothing but time. So this probably shouldn't have happened, but that's okay. You live and you learn. Nevertheless, I'm always open for suggestions on what you guys want to see on this podcast because even though it's for me, it's also for you guys and I want us to navigate through this journey together, especially the people who are along for the ride during the beginning stages, my ride or die fans. We love to see it. I'm very excited. I actually have some fun things planned, so definitely be sure to subscribe and follow my Instagram account so you're always in the know. Follow my Instagram. My podcast Instagram is at notmyproblem. I'm also at on Twitter at notmyproblempod as well. I don't haven't really been tweeting because I feel as though it's just been a lot to like launch the podcast and then also try to manage the Instagram page, but then also try to tweet. It's it's been a lot, but I I'm there. And if you want to follow my personal Instagram page, where I just basically post um, every. I want to say like every other month and then I post on my story some music because I'm really into music, then you can do that. My personal Instagram is 
nestle.mitchell and it's also in the bio of not my problem pod so you can find me there as well i'll see you guys next week later